0: What is up everyone, welcome to another episode of Driven. My name is Rivers Pierce and I am here with the notorious Rob Han from from Houston, Texas, which uh, he has not seen in in a couple of weeks now. No, it's since
1: last Thursday. It has been uh, um, been a mess and hopefully everything is okay. So, I mean, hopefully, uh, you know, obviously, some of our friends in the city is really hurting, but, yeah. yeah.
0: Well, we're glad to have you here. So here Thank we you. are. Um, we're in your town. We're in my town. Yeah. Uh, this hasn't happened before. We are in Greenville, South Carolina. Rob is here for the South Carolina Realtors Association. That's right. annual Some big event. Some event. Some event And. I said, look, you're you're three hours from Charleston, it's my hometown. I'm gonna come up. Let's uh, let's film. <laughs> so we're gonna drive around a little bit and talk about real estate and whatever else, uh, whatever Canada. else comes up. It we'll uh, we'll start the trip here, and uh, we are in, like I said, lovely Greenville, South Carolina. and... It uh, is lovely. It is. It's good. quite green. So, mm-hmm. um, so Rob, you are here to talk to uh,
1: talk to the. the the SC Realtors That's about right. what are you talking about? I've I've got two presentations. One's on industry disruption, and the other one is on the future of brokerage.
0: So <laughs> you're here talking about the future of brokerage and industry disruption. Let's let's touch on um, a little bit of both of those. Sure. So so.
1: Boy, well, we could talk for
0: hours on each we could. one,
1: right? We probably could, and hopefully we will argue a little bit. You know, <laughs> so, so you, let's... you know a thing or two about the <laughs> I know brokerage thing in the industry, yes? And uh, um, so, I'll just lay out my basic thesis. Okay, the, at least the brokerage part, The industry disruption thing. You know, it's, I not know. It's stuff that may, may not happen. Sure. Who the hell knows. Well, but you but, are uh,
0: famous for your predictions. I am,
1: uh, although I'm batting like what 175 or something <laughs> crazy. So maybe I should stop doing right. that. Basic thesis is that the traditional brokerage is dead or dying. Mm-hmm. Uh, what replaces them, I think, next is uh, the 100% shops. The 100% shops. So, you know, the uh, Realty Ones, uh, mm-hmm. HomeSmart, um, Fathom. Fathom. Um, oh, there's a guy, there's a company down in Florida, in New York, that's really big. I can't remember their name off the top of my head. There's uh, JP and Associates in Dallas. Mm-hmm. There, there are dozens of them, yep. but the two biggest right now are Realty One and HomeSmart. So I figure yep. they replace traditional brokerage. Mm-hmm. Or for that matter, what could happen is you see the older brokerages flip to that model. Okay. Right. So, but so, either way, so they're gonna be 100%. So the
0: 100% right. model, let's break it down for those that don't know, how do they make any money? Commit- uh, transaction fees. Transaction fees. So they've yep. gotta be eno- doing enough volume to where it makes sense for a broker
1: to actually have a model like that. Correct. They have to have enough volume, they have to have enough headcount. Yes. And they have to have a cost structure that is really lean. Okay. Right? So that becomes one of the major challenges of uh, a brokerage. And is that potentially doing away with the office? Um, no. I mean, so this like where is one do you of get the. Lean? This is one of the, probably, layers of management. <laughs> Bureaucracy. <laughs> That's probably where it goes. Um, sure. Office gets lean too, but just to give an example, I did a tour of HomeSmart, you know, and they're uh-huh. one of the largest 100% brokerages out there. And they have physical offices. What they don't have is a receptionist. Instead, they have like a TV camera, I mean a video camera, okay. and then a big TV screen. And there's a receptionist who sits remotely. Right. Okay. But she can do everything that you would expect the receptionist to do. Okay. Um, and it makes sense because I mean, how many realtors are sitting in the office, like, right, waiting for someone to come visit? Right. The desk happens? duty yeah. thing is it's yeah. dying yeah. as yeah. well,
0: and eventually that receptionist will probably just be some
1: AI bot. Correct. Right? So <laughs> this is the halfway step where, like, you go, you know, walk up and somebody comes on the screen and goes, you know, how may I help right. you with right, see? right, like, Max Headroom. Yeah. It's it's actually kind of neat. Um, so they have offices, okay. and one of the points that I'm making is this notion that you get what you pay for mm-hmm. ain't exactly true anymore in the brokerage world. How so? So let's say you're at a traditional office on an 80-20 split. Uh-huh. What exactly do you get for your 20%? I mean, not, a lot of these guys are your clients or the agents who you know work at those brokers are your clients at Boontown. Mm-hmm. So you know the deal. Like, What do you actually get for your money? You know, training, like, okay, technology, mm, you know? And the right. issue is this, the 100% guys will offer same level, if not better, technology. Same level, if not better, training. Same level, if not better, branding materials or marketing material, whatever else. So it's it's actually this bizarre thing where, and this is, I guess, the, the complicated way of thinking about it. The advance in technology, efficiency technology, CRM, yep. Frankly, a lot of stuff like Boomtown, right? sure, yeah, yeah, um, that made it possible for a brokerage to offer brokerage services at a much lower cost. But right. the Remax model that's been around for forty years really hasn't changed. Sure. So when I look at it, the logical endpoint of the Remax Keller Williams or the whole traditional model is hundred percent. That's a logical. End and
0: model. and so the technology where the the traditional broker doesn't have much incentive to give give uh, office-wide technology brokerage wide technology the incentive for the 100%er is that it
1: allows them to scale more efficiently and it's not even that it's that it it costs them less right in other words whether you're traditional 100% whatever offering of office-wide technology company-wide technology mm-hmm. cost the same right right but the cost of technology is not that high not anymore not right. anymore especially yeah. if you're going with a
0: a system like ours, now right. you're trying to build your own Salesforce or something like that, but not that's right. kind of on its way out. Right. Well.
1: And, and frankly and all I'm saying is like the cost of technology keeps going down. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean and the example I like to use is um nineteen no, two thousand four. It's not even that long ago. Yeah. Okay. Right. Like two thousand four, a color laser printer was like twenty grand. <laughs>
0: okay.
1: <laughs> right. Okay. So, you know, if you want to, if you're an agent you want to do color, you know, flyers. Yeah. Having a brokerage that invested in that kind of thing was valuable, yeah. and you're not, you know, as an individual, you don't, you can't afford that. Right. Today, you could pick one up at Walmart for two hundred bucks. Yeah. Right. So, right. You know, it's it's a lot of things like that, and then you can get into things like CRM and so on and so forth. And I'm like, and you know this, and you're in the software business. Yeah. The, the cost of software
0: yeah. keeps going down. No, I was, um, I did a presentation a couple weeks ago with a, a Tom Ferry's thing, and I was saying, I was talking about database management, right. and I was like. You are doing yourself a disservice by not using this type of technology right. because the cost barrier is so low <clears throat> that if you want to win and you want to scale,
1: you have to do this. Right, like it's just part right. of doing business. Now. Right, right, and it's just you know. So that being the case, I think the issue really is that the traditional brokers, right, and by that I mean you know the any sort of split based broker, sure, any sort of split base, sure, you know it's been nice. I mean, it's really fat margins. Been a good run. It's been a good run. But these new 100% guys are realizing we were just fine making so our it. margins on whatever 4% or whatever it is they're doing.
0: So that's that's so obviously yeah. in a stark contrast to a Keller Williams team that's
1: doing a 50-50 split with that team league. Exactly. And, and that's actually part of the story, right? Part of the story is that the Asian team is eating the brokers from within. You know, I mean, there's right. very little doubt about it. And so, um, and the industry is finally caught up, I and mean, one of the yeah. things I'm talking about uh, tomorrow is, back in 2012, I, I just found this, okay? okay. I, I found the presentation from 2012 where I said, agent teams are the single biggest threat to brokerages. Right. Now, if you remember 2012, what everybody was talking about was how Zillow was going to totally bankrupt the industry. Yeah. And I remember saying, Zillow doesn't just squat to the industry, Right, but the no. agent team does. I think right? we were all, you, me, Greer, yeah. A lot of us that were yeah. were in it
0: at that time. I mean, Boomtown was built a lot. On though. Teams. That's right. And and that's right. We saw the team. We saw became. it coming.
1: Yeah. Um, so, so I remember doing that. So does the hundred percent broker benefit from the team? Model? Uh, there's no question, right? Because here's the other thing: if you're a team, the thing about the the team model. Not we're not talking about like husband and wife quote team. No, right, We're right, talking right. about brokerage and the real specialized right, lead agents. Operations, right. right. The Ben know. Kinneys, you know, yeah. the Sue Adlers, the Craig Northrop. Yes. You know. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so you have a lead agent, yes. and then you've got a team of buyer agents. Yep. In some cases you have listing agents, you know, inside people. you know, yep. all of those things, right? Yep. Um they're all on these 50-50 splits. Yep. And how are they able to do that? It's a simple, it's actually really simple, really straightforward. How is the team leader yeah. able to How they is provide, provide everything? Technology, Technology. leads, mm, so does a broker. That's it. They, the, they control the leads. They control the leads, Yeah. and brokers don't. And as a result, the way I look at it, the, the contemporary modern North American real estate brokerage is actually not in the real estate business. They're in they're agent. in the recruiting and retention business. Right. Their they client the is the agent. Their customer is the agent. Yeah. The problem is, when you get to a certain level where you are a strong enough agent mm-hmm. to be able to form a team, you're typically a very strong listing agent. Right. You've been in business right. long enough. Right. So, you know, when when brokers are like, "We'll give you this training," <laughs> of these guys are or exactly the folks who should be doing the training? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Sure. <laughs> You know, our good friend Sue, like, she teaches these classes, like, she wrote the book on customer service. Like, what is she going to learn from a broker training, right? So that's not valuable. You know, technology, Mm -hmm. okay, yes, there's some value there, the problem is, Mm -hmm. name one technology today that an agent could not buy for herself. Not Boomtown, right? I mean, you guys built your business on agents and agent teams. Yeah. We, we, we can be a brokerage solution. You can't, but you know what I'm saying? It's not like, like typically I'm unable to buy Boomtown. No. I'm saying, t- what is the one technology I cannot buy? Not anymore. Right? There's I, I can't think of one. Right.
0: And and there's really no
1: reason you shouldn't be buying something off the shelf anyway, in my opinion. But also, but on even one. if it's custom work, like it's yeah. not that expensive. No. You know, we're not talking millions of dollars. No, 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 no. no. So,
0: so, so, there's nothing. <clears throat> so, the 100%ers... You know, right? are are the disruptors to
1: the brokerage model? Well, it's that the agent teams are the disruptors. Okay. But the fact is the ultimate logic of the Remax model mm-hmm. goes to hundred percent. Ultimately. It's you know no fees, no desk fees, no commission splits, none of that, just mm-hmm. transaction. So how does the Keller Williams adapt to something like that knowing that they've built is that do you think where their technology play comes into place? No, I think their technology comes into place for the second part because I don't think the hundred percent shop is the ultimate future. I think it's the next way. Ah, all I right. I think that's how things change. So it's the middle period. It's the middle period. It's too. I, I like to call it, uh, you know, for Game of Thrones fans. Yes. Uh, it's like common. <laughs> yeah. So eventually, it's gonna step out the window. Well, it, it's a very short-lived reign. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry if I spoiled anything for any for uh, that was who hasn't a few seasons it. back yeah. so so if you haven't watched that by now you probably you know whatever anyway um so so
0: so then <laughs> do you, do you have the next do you, who who's coming who's next is, is Cer- I think, Cersei who's, who's who's taking over the throne now
1: yeah i think it's um i think it's redfin Redfin. I think it's Redfin. Good segue. So Redfin Redfin and and competitors like them. Redfin just massive IPO. Massive IPO. Their last I checked, their market cap is two billion. So they're still doing great. Still doing good. Doing
0: better than Snapchat has done.
1: (laughs) Um, And uh,
0: their metrics are scary.
1: Why? uh, Why Redfin? Um, A lot of reasons, but they're like they're a technology company. They are right. That happens to make money from commissions uh-huh. but you know in like the post that I wrote about Redfin I feel like my biggest insight my biggest aha uh-huh mm-hmm. is Redfin's not a brokerage at yeah. least the way we understand brokerage today and how's that because they're not in the recruiting retention business they're actually in the real estate business right. and Redfin controls the lead flow they do which then says Redfin's actually an agent team
0: ah uh, yes I remember right? this you know yes. and instead
1: of a lead agent with a huge network Redfin has a website. Yes, but they're an agent team. They have a great website, and great right? products. And yeah, consumer-facing products. Right, and they're an agent team that's even better than most agent teams because their people are employees. They are,
0: and they are actual
1: W two employees. They are W two employees with benefits and right.
0: Health and so then people would and, you know, say, well, what's the incentive? Real estate's and you know the sales-driven commission-driven See, this, independent incentive.
1: I business, think that is right? such a, a mis- I think that's just a misconception. Mm-hmm. Those are the elite agents. Mm-hmm. Those are the elite few. Yes. The five, sure. 10% are the driven, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, can go to, Yeah, but the vast majority, I think they would be happy to get a paycheck. Yeah. And health plan. Are you kidding me? So yeah. So, I think that's... And I've kind of argued that a little bit, that that's the appeal
0: of the Keller Williams team as well. That mm-hmm. you can walk in and it's kind of like having a job. Kind of, except you don't have health plan, you don't right. have expense reimbursement, right. but you Anything don't, about, nobody just says sit
1: down and start calling. You've got training, you've got support, right. you've right. got right. operational infrastructure. Yeah. As an aside, by the way, one of the issues there, and, and finally people are starting to wake up to it, and I've been talking about this for a couple of years. I'm pretty sure that every agent team in America right now is breaking the law. How is that? They're breaking labor law. Um, Their buyer agents are in no way, shape or form independent contractors. Right, they, they have have to are be employees. At, they have to be at yep. sales meetings. They, they have, have to. to do certain things we they have, things. To, they have to use the team's systems yeah. they have to put the data into the team's database like those are employees mm. and uh, anybody watching if you are in California for example um, you might want to call an attorney <laughs> you might actually want to start putting your buyer agents as a, as a W2 have you been
0: writing about that
1: I've been talking about it for a while yeah. yeah and if you guys don't read his blog Notorious Rob what's the website Notorious Rob is, just, there da- is there a hyphen in there? There is, but just Google it. Yeah, me. <laughs> <laughs> there used to be a DJ named Notorious Frog. Okay. I think I've outranked him oh, after wow. seven years of... of, what of what was, eight years of doing this now. Controversial, <laughs> titillating, real estate blogging. Um, um, so what I'm going to talk about tomorrow... So Redfin is, is, a, is really quite a serious competitor. And I think brokers and the industry have just sort of been lulled by them. yeah. Because they just kind of kept their head down. Mm-hmm. They don't, you know, they made They no were noise. so busy
0: focusing on Zillow that they didn't Correct. focus on the next door neighbor right. in Seattle.
1: Right, right. <laughs> um, and here's the other thing that I think is just so funny is, Zillow's not out there trying to take your business. No, Redfin is. <laughs> right, Redfin's actually going after your listings. Like they, and they actually They want. explicitly said that. <laughs> right, and, and they say we're a brokerage. I'm like, yes, great. Right. We are not an advertising company. (laughs) No, we are a brokerage. Sure. And I feel like the industry slept on it because they don't have market share, right? It's like, well, whatever, they have no market share. You know, uh, oh, they're a discount brokerage and you get what you pay for and they don't recreate the top agents. Yeah, and I'm like, that's all true. Mm -hmm. That's all true. Mm -hmm. But there are a few numbers that I want to just tell you. Okay. All right. So here's a few. One, 35 million. 35 million. What is that number? Agenda. Okay. That's what Redfin spent last year on technology development. Not their overall budget, right? Just, Just technology. Tech. Okay. Is there a single broker <laughs> in our industry that's spending $35 million a year on okay. tech? Keller that, Williams said they set aside right. a billion. they set aside a billion. But right. is that a billion for the year? Yeah. <laughs> a billion over 30 years? Like, what sure. are we talking about? Sure, right? Um, number one. Okay. Number two, 350000 that number is the average revenue, not sales, okay. not GCI, company dollar revenue that revenue gets for every one of their agents. And how many agents do they have? 736 or something at the time of IPO. So, so that's not too bad. But forget the number, I'm just saying, yeah. can you think of another brokerage right. that's averaging 350 right. grand in company dollar? Right. Per, per agent? agent? No. no absolutely come not. on. Right? No. 34. That's the number of transactions that whatever agents right. does on average. Which is what? 3X? It's 4X but your average. Yeah, it's roughly four times what at least NRT does. Right? Yeah. <clears throat> and I have to go by public numbers, right? Yeah. Because yeah. I can't, you know, disclose numbers of like actual clients or sure. stuff like that. But uh so I think they're really, really serious competitor. Hmm. And now they're a billion they're a two billion dollar public company. And I just heard Glenn speak at uh, in Arizona. He was like, oh, you know, it's not that big a deal. You know, we raise more money than this before going public, so it's not like we have all this much more money. Yep. You know, we're we're not that dangerous. I'm like, okay, Glenn. Right. right. So that's, that's the Redfin uh, thing. All right. So Redfin has quietly
0: snuck in. And, yeah, so I was thinking, you know, like what are some things that people have been obsessing about and worrying right. about that...
1: Have allowed things like Redfin to slip in, and well, you know, I mean, obviously, you know, I've been talking about this for years, but the whole like obsession about Zillow and yeah. the portals, and you know, people are making money from our data. thing is just nonsense. Right. Uh, it's it's a total distraction, um, and one that, quite frankly, Redfin is using right Absolutely. now to establish some some competitive advantage for us. And here, here's something I found funny. So again, in this conversation. Um, you know, sort of the position that Redfin has is the MLS should do more to protect the data of the brokers. Mm -hmm. And one of the specific things they want is more and it was he was using words that, you know, I'm like I don't I'm not sure exactly what you mean. But it sounded like, you know, sort of author you know, authorship. Uh Uh-huh. So you know, sort of like using authorship or relationship tags to get Google juice. Mm -hmm. Uh Uh-huh. I'm sitting here going, okay, that's actually fair, Sure. Yeah. totally fair. Sure. And I agree with him. And Google to just
0: being SEO benefits exactly. and having the right uh, metadata that's, that allows right. that them to get credit for right. it,
1: which allows them to outrank most people. Right. And I totally get it. Um, and it's, it's fair at a level of principle. What I kept thinking about though was, how many brokers in that room, even if you went and like handed them on a silver platter, mm-hmm. All the Google juice magic. Mm-hmm. How many of them could do anything with it? Right. 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 I mean, you guys do a, a hell of a lot of you know SEO work, yeah. Yeah. so you know how complicated that <laughs> is. How many yeah. brokers in the yeah. country could actually do something with that, or even understand what that means? Right. And I'm like, Redfin can. They
0: can. <laughs> Redfin can. Zillow can. Right. Truly, a can. Right. Realtor, Realtor can. Realtor can. Um, um,
1: yeah. Other than that, like, is is like home services? <laughs> right. Uh, long and foster I'm like how many like maybe guests? in
0: some pockets, right?
1: You know? Vendors. I mean so now you're relying on vendors. Yep. Right? Um, which mm. I don't know. I mean I don't know. I feel like we're entering a really exciting period. Um, but so fi- let me just close the thought out. It's like, okay, so on the one hand you've got the hundred percent shops. Yep. Which is agent team empowered, on the other hand you have Redfin. And Redfin's just a giant agent team that's going to try and take market share in every market they're in. And I think they're gonna be pretty successful because they're growing at levels that I've not seen a large brokerage grow at. Right. And, and like 44% revenue growth year over year. Right, right. Who's doing that? And then, I mean, maybe that's not sustainable for the long run, but, but as it is as, as they're moving old into new markets, it. right? Think about this, Redfin's doing that in one of the best seller that's markets true. we've ever seen. That's true and we know the market's going to turn.
0: Yeah, right? Yeah. So
1: so so and and I guess
0: then the question comes down to people who say well the consumer wants a better experience. Yeah. Well, d- does the consumer really care at the end of the day about all the things that a lot of these people say they care about, you know? Like they want efficiency? Yeah. I mean, there's a reason why the iBuyer thing is yeah. has merit. Yeah. It has
1: some legs to it. Yeah. So, Well oh, the um, paranoia around iBuyer thing to me is I, I don't understand it. You know, maybe, like do you understand? No, it? I don't really either. I don't either, understand it.
0: Um because it's not for everyone, but if I want if I'm need to move and I'm willing to I know it, it's all black and white like right. I'm going to pay more. Right. But I'm also paying for convenience.
1: Right. <laughs> I mean, I I just don't get the the paranoia it's like, "Oh, this is Zillow or whoever inserting them, themselves between the you know the consumer and me and I'm kinda like listen uh, <clears throat> especially when we're talking about listings yeah not buyers like listings sure if a website can get between the consumer and you you don't have a relationship with that person <laughs> say. you're a nobody <laughs> maybe you need <laughs> like, to look in the mirror <laughs> yeah, it's like you're not dating <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> that's true it's like Tinder's true. gonna get between me and my wife. No, actually, it's not. Cause if Tinder's gonna get in there, that's probably not your wife. Yeah. You know, it's just... <laughs> it's <true>. I mean, <laughs> look, and I, and I, I said this on a blog post. Like, I have, an, I have an agent. Right. Like, I have my realtor. Yes. Right. Blaine. Yeah. <laughs> like, so I don't, I don't care what i buyers out there. I just pick up the phone, and call Blaine. Hey, Blaine, I'm thinking of selling my house. Right. And you know what that's gonna cost? I, I, I know it's gonna you know cost. I know what the experience is gonna be. Is gonna be you know. But if I want to
0: sell my house quickly because I got to move or I just want to get, I'm
1: ready to do it and I don't feel like dealing with a headache and I can do it in three days. But see, even then though, like let's say I wanted to do that Uh and you know, Open Door or iBuyer was in my market. That wouldn't go me going to Zillow or opendoor.com. That would go, hey Blaine, can you call Open Door and sell my house Uh, to Do you know what I'm saying? You still have a personal I, relationship. Right, so I'm like, if you're worried, then you don't, you ain't got no clients. Like uh, you don't have those relationships. Right, 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 right. Do you know what I'm saying? You're like, chasing
0: the, you're one of the top of the funnel <coughs> chasing, lead chasing kind of Yeah, agent. Which right. you can do. I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. Right, but it, it's uh, it, it, but it don't get pissed a, it isn't a scalable <laughs> yeah. model, you know, you have to
1: eventually start working yeah. on your database Yeah. and building relationships. Yeah. And so lead gen is a means to an end. Right. And I'm saying, you know, the, the great realtors, they have those relationships. They don't yes. have anything to worry about, you know? right?
0: So, so that so I don't get the that's a on. um a nice segue, and I know you have yeah. some some strong thoughts on this. That <clears throat> those agents, when the next apocalypse comes, right? Real right. estate, like. We've gone ballooned up into what 1.4 million real estate professionals now. No, mil,
1: 1.3 million, point two, something close like that. Realtors. Realtors, right? Not which necessarily is, real estate. Which
0: is where we were pre bubble.
1: Yes. And well, I, I'm convinced we're in a bubble, by the way. I'm convinced of it. Okay. Not in all markets. Not in all markets. But oh boy, <laughs> some you, of them are If you live in Seattle, San Francisco, yeah. um, you know Silicon Valley. L.A., New York, Boston, um, Austin, Texas, Charleston, South Carolina. Let's not go, Charleston. Charleston's <laughs> in a bubble. What's your? What, I mean, think about it.
0: I just had my yeah. house reappraised, and it's. I'm loving it. So, it <laughs> sticks
1: Sell! Sell. <laughs> Top of
0: the market. okay. <laughs> <Anyway. laughs> right, so but but saying. but um, what happens? Uh, the, those are the agents that are going to survive. The great ones, the the ones that have yeah. relationships. Yeah, because, the, yeah. The, I mean, because in that absolutely. world, the yeah. the market will condense down. Redfin will take more more market share. The eye buyer will take more market share. Right? Does that does that logic follow that we go down to? What is your ideal number? The Quarter ideal number?
1: I don't know. Um, I don't actually have an ideal number like that. But I look at it as. How many, you know, how many agents does the economy really need? Yeah, <laughs> you know, right. Like, what is a good number of average transactions? I suppose, you know, per agent. Right. I don't know. Um, you know, NAR it's- says it's eleven. That the what? average realtor does eleven transactions. Right. I find that really surprising. I think it's just two years. Two years before that report was six. Yeah, it seems a little high. Yeah, it seems high, but you know, okay, maybe maybe there's a lot more business. Um, but then you got Redfin doing thirty-four. <laughs> Each urban agent to thirty-four. So I, you know, I don't know that there's an ideal number like that. Um, I do think the issue is going to be much more when the next one pops. Uh-huh. Um, quality versus quantity is going to be a really big issue. So one of the right. instances of speaking of which one of my first my first presentation on industry disruptors. Yes, let's talk about that. One of the one of the problems we have in the real estate industry is disruptors synonymous for tech company. Sure. <laughs> and it's nonsense. Yes. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> it's right. utter nonsense. Okay. Like the number of times I, you know, like every <laughs> Inman Connect I go to, right? Yeah. I'm walking around like the yeah the sales floor. You know, some guys. Vendor Alley. Yeah, yeah, some guys got like. I have an app that'll help you. Uh, you know, I don't know. Unlock schedule schedule better tours when you're in the sure. car. Sure. It's a total disruptor. <laughs> no, it's not. It disrupts nothing. And we get, no, it's streamlined. Yes, yeah. we have a CRM that includes <clears throat> like short video clips. It's total disruption. No, it's not. It's not <laughs> like no. So what is it? <laughs> that, it's hundred percent broker. Well, what is the disruptor? So anyway, in this context, right, <clears throat> the greatest. All right, let me step back. So here's the issue. Here's how you got to think about disruption in real estate. Look at the fundamentals of real estate business. And they are these. One, it's a regulated industry. Mm -hmm. Every single person, you know, agent, broker, they have a job because of permission from the government. Mm -hmm. Number two, it's a bizarre industry in that nothing that any of the market participants do affects the market. How so? Because... The number of homes sold is entirely dependent on macroeconomic factors. Okay, right. So if you think about it, even cars, right, if BMW drops the price in their cars,
0: mm-hmm.
1: they'll sell more cars, yes, right, because they'll create more demand. Or you know whatever. I mean, you could affect the market.
0: The real estate, right? right? Real
1: estate. There's nothing, like literally nothing, that a broker or an agent. Anybody can do to affect right. the market. It would take a
0: whole city or country lowering
1: the prices of all the houses. But even that, <laughs> <laughs> like, only happens because you know things like employment and interest rates and currency. You know, what I mean, it's macroeconomic uh. stuff that nobody controls. Like, the Fed doesn't control it. Yeah. So it's a zero-sum game, is what that hmm. means. Meaning the number of homes that are going to be sold and the price of those homes are not in the industry's control. So it's all reactive. So it's all reactive, and if you take market share, somebody has to lose it. Right. You know, it's not like we're n- we're not going to increase the number of transactions. Right. Nothing the industry does will even with increase, new home starts and doesn't increases. matter. It doesn't, Nothing it doesn't the industry tax. does will affect the number of transactions. Mm. That is going to depend entirely on things like job numbers and you know macroeconomic factors. <sighs> so the way I look at it, you look for dis- I look for disruption in two places, three places really, but two. One is government. Mm-hmm. The other is finance. And the third, I suppose, is technology that allows for capture of market share.
0: And so right. let's break those up. Government meaning So if uh, change of administration type of thing? No, just
1: I mean think about things. Change about, in regulation yeah. and yeah. what interest rates yeah. like no. I mean like just for example. If the IRS eliminated the ten ninety nine exemption from closing Yes. that's disruptive. Okay. No question. Right. Right. If uh, mm. if uh, the if HUD or CFPB banned the sharing of commissions, mm-hmm. overnight disruption. Right. So that's what I mean. Like it's it's so heavily we're so heavily regulated. Okay. That's what would happen. So you said the government what was the th- so it was finance finance right, and that was the whole open door thing. If we change the way that things are financed, um, total disruption. Right. Right. Uh, which is why I, buyers like who cares? Could still lead gen. Okay. Sure. Open door. I'm looking at because they have mm. the potential of changing the way things are financed,
0: because they they will
1: buy the property, right, and, and they they'll take on the risk. And I, you know, I, this is what I speculate. I haven't talked to those guys about it specifically, but imagine if Open Door is able to just do straight seller financing of all mm-hmm. the homes in their inventory. Mm-hmm. That's a total disruptor, because then as a buyer, so as a seller, you know, I know I'm gonna, you know. Some money at the table. Yep. But I could sell my house in three days. Yep. As a buyer, I could go and go. Well, I know I'm probably paying a little bit more. But I don't have to go through a mortgage process. Right. I don't have to go through all that stuff. <laughs> and I could close in three days. Yeah. That's a that's a total disruptive game changer. Yeah. I'm saying finance, right? Is the right. Other thing. Um, I just saw something. Uh, I think it was on Facebook or on the internet about like uh, how blockchain might. Like, enable fractional ownership Mm -hmm. of homes, Mm -hmm. I I haven't read it, (laughs) I just saw the headline, I'm like I'm not sure how that works, but that's potentially disruptive because it changes finance, right? Right. Um, And Uh the third one I suppose is some sort of technology Mm. that allows for massive market share shifts, where it allows, and I think we've already seen that though, right? Mm -hmm. Things like CRM, things like Boomtown, things like Better communications. I mean some of these Because agent teams, you can do much better work yeah. and then you can grab more more. Think about some share. of these agent teams, right, that we were just mentioning. Yeah. <laughs> They're doing like hundreds of deals. Man. Oh
0: no, I mean we have we have clients easily right. doing pushing a thousand deals right. in one market. Right. <laughs> you know, my client right. uh, Jeff Cohn in, in Omaha, right. he did six hundred and one right. makes a point, 601 transactions last year. He's
1: already hit that. This year. This year. Okay, so here's a question. <laughs> I mean, in were, Omaha, there, were there more transactions in Omaha? I, maybe a few, but I'm, I'm sure not at the so scale. So he's taking market share. Right, so right. somebody in Omaha is doing less business Right. because he's doing more.
0: Because they're doing it better, faster, exactly. more efficiently. Exactly. Even despite
1: any sort of right. n- no changes in regulation, right, finance, right, government. Right. right. But right. that's, I mean, it's sort of disruptive, but is it really? Do you know what I mean? Right, that's it's like, like incrementally taking a little right. bit so I'm not entirely of the sure how I feel about that so I guess it could be disruptive but, but it's disruptive
0: yeah. I guess in the sense that when the bubble bursts those people
1: that lost that market share right. go away they go away yeah. so they go away mm-hmm. so I mean I feel like so I guess an easy way of thinking about the future brokerage comes down to this and it goes back to kind of the whole you know are you dating <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> okay? You either have relationships Mm -hmm. or technology will kill you. So you either have to have technology Uh or you gotta have relationships. And if you have both, then you Wonderful, right. But, so in terms of thinking about technology, if you're not spending 35 million a year, and Redfin is, how do you have technology? Sure. What is it that you have? At Boomtown, I hope, <laughs> but see, and this is so. I'm gonna I'm I'm flip the script a little bit. I want to okay. start asking you some questions about it, like, because I have, I have some concerns about the real estate technology sector going forward, okay? Um, in that, what happens to technology, to real estate technology, right? Okay, like, Boomtown is wonderful, it's great. Like, <laughs> every one of my friends who use Boomtown they think it's awesome, but you guys know one thing. Right?
0: We have some great services
1: around our product, but in a sense, yeah. In a sense. Whereas Redfin has the entire thing. Yes. Right. So if I want to compete, if I want to say, you know what, fuck the relationship. That's right? fine. Uh, <laughs> hell with the relationships. Right. right. Um, I just want to have technology. I want technology, scale, volume. Right. Efficiency. Right. So I go to Boomtown, I say, I want Boomtown. Mm-hmm. But I still need something that's going to do stuff like... Transaction management, right? That's going to do e-signatures. That's going to do machine learning. That's going to do, you know, CMAs. Like, right. how do I get that?
0: I would say we. How do I get? That? I say we were heading. We we're actually contemplating that already. And what we're moving towards with an open platform initiative mm-hmm. is that we're all. I think you're, you're, you're naive to think at this point uh, that you can build one system to rule them all, right? Your unless, you're red fit. A, you, unless you're redfin, unless right? you're Redfit. unless you're Fit and you're spending 35 million. A Otherwise, year. you go with a company right. at, like a Boomtown or the general concept right. that now that APIs are becoming ubiquitous, and that that type of technology, where you can have a more modular-based plug-and-play ecosystem around a central product, say right. like a Boomtown, where you can plug in a Dot Loop or a DocuSign, right. uh, you know, whatever your e-signature might be, if it's not related to that, whatever your forms right, are, right. whatever your your uh, um, you know, a dialer, a, a video email sure. solution, a bomb, sure. bomb sure. Or something like that, and you build your own ecosystem uh, much the way you would maybe build a, a car, you know, a custom-made right. car or something like that. Um, that is the only way I think you're going to be able to compete at scale, um, and you know, we're we're heading in a direction, and I think a lot of people are as well, to, to facilitate to where, yes, as a small to mid-sized brokerage still can compete at <clears throat> a certain scale um, and deliver streamlined solution
1: so from that standpoint right and I understand that's what every vendor wants to do yeah every vendor wants to be Salesforce they want to be the platform but if we're in a world where we have Redfin Mm -hmm. isn't that platform Zillow how so because they've got the money. They've, they've got, got the, the money. You know, like they've got got the other engineers. Words, I, yeah, I know. I know. Boomtown's very. You know, you guys are super successful. Yeah. Are you guys spending thirty-five million a year on technology? No, I'm not gonna cut. Con- okay, let me print that. Right. <laughs> are you guys spending two hundred fifty million a year on technology? Because no. that's what Zillow spends. Right. Exactly. exactly. And I look at that and go, I feel like, yeah, no, I know. Like Core Logic wants to be the platform. You yeah. know. Yeah. Uh, FBS yeah. wants to be the platform. You guys want to, be, you know. Uh, yeah. PlayStation wants to be the platform. Everybody, right. wants, to everybody the platform. wants to be the platform. <laughs> but there's only one company that's spending quarter of a billion dollars. Right. Why yeah, and they and guess the, the, why isn't everybody else plugging into that? Right. The fear there is that
0: at some point people will get over the fear of Zillow. Zillow. Right. I know. And when that Zillow happens, right. <clears throat> when that
1: happens, then you know there's right. some, some uh, legs. Okay, down. fine. So it's not. Nice <clears throat> how about realtor? They also spend mm-hmm. a fair amount of money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm like. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's where we're headed to. You're right, I think whoever does become the platform, yeah, or maybe one of two platforms, right. like we have iPhone and Android. Right, right. You know, maybe... Like we have, have Zillow and Realtor. <laughs> maybe, right. right? Or maybe we have Redfin yeah. as the iPhone, like, closed universe system. Yeah. Yeah. And then we've got some open... Right, like an Android type Like thing. an Android right. type thing, where anybody could, you know, sort of help participate. But I feel like that's where we're headed. Mm-hmm. You know, so... I feel like that has a that's going to have really interesting changes and challenges for real estate tech vendors, for brokerages who want to have tech, mm-hmm. and all of those things. So what what as as a so what do we
0: need to be as technologists? What do the technologists need to be looking out for?
1: What do the realtors need to be looking? Like, you know, if we're thinking about the future, right? How do we future proof? Well, I suppose the answer depends on what what you want as so as technologists. Mm-hmm. So like does Boomtown one day want to go public and be Zillow sure. be the platform? If that's the case then y'all need to raise a lot more money and start mm-hmm. buying companies. Mm-hmm. But seriously, <laughs> that's seriously And the that's the only speaking
0: way. not just to Boomtown but any the other platform play I don't care
1: who, if you want to be a platform play, yeah. you better go raise a ton of money and start buying up everybody. Yeah. Okay. You know who's doing that now? It's Core Logic. They're buying up all these different companies. Mm-hmm. Like, who's the one they just bought? The CRM? Real Geeks? Uh, no, they're that's not CoreLogic. That's Fidelity. Oh, Fidelity. I'm Fidelity's sorry. buying. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, you need to be that. Mm-hmm. If you're not that, then I almost feel like you need to specialize. Right. Hyper specialize. Hyper specialize <laughs> and be like the best of, like, in that little niche and get picked up by one of the platform players. Right. So it sort of depends on what you want. I mean, mm-hmm. if you're a smaller startup, you know, like you just raised your Series A. Good luck. No, it's like you know, man. You better just focus. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. What right, we right, do right. is the uh, you know realtor shoe, and uh, <laughs> we have a beacon in the shoe to track. <laughs> and be real good at that. Well, you
0: know, and we're but we're, we're seeing a little bit of that um, yeah. actually with with companies like um, uh, like Agent Legend or Call Action. Mm-hmm. If you're familiar with Call them. Call action is a great
1: example. Right? Yeah. They're, they're, they do that one there's, thing. There's
0: one little piece that there's a problem of immediate and, and, and engage, the engagement piece of the lead. Mm-hmm. Um, another one is, um, I think has a little bit of promise is pre-close. Mm-hmm. If you're familiar with them, they're they're just trying to take some of the headache out of and, and add transparency to that contract to closing phase. Right. Right. this the worst part of the transaction. Right. Where right. you're like, every day it's going to fall apart. Right. Right, you know. So there are some players that are coming in and saying, "What about this little
1: sliver?" Right, right, right. Um, right. No, but I, then I, again, I, I, those would yeah. just get sucked up by another. But, but that right, what I'm saying is, then you're you have to think yeah. I have an exit strategy. Right, right. And that's how you get successful. All right. So, right. so um,
0: both future, pure f- the the pre- realtor.
1: So I, I guess I feel like if the if the choice is technology or relationships, mm-hmm. man, you better do relationships because yeah. yeah. you ain't gonna do tech.
0: No, you, you you rely on tech. You have tech. It's a tool to do but better yeah, with it's your relationships, relationships,
1: right? I mean, don't. So I, I, at this yeah. point, I almost feel this way. I know you have to have a website. <laughs> sure. You know what I mean? Like everybody needs to, like you know yes. that, that dry cleaner needs everybody a website. Everybody needs that. Yes. <laughs> that tanning salon needs a website. Right. Right. I get it. Yeah. But do you need IDX? Right. You know? Do you need? You need IDX if you want to go into the lead gen. Yeah. Right. But if it's by relationships, do you even need? Well I look at it as um,
0: you have a good strong CRM that has your database which is where your relationships live right you use the CRM to allow you to understand your relationships better and and who you should be calling and and provide intelligence against your relationships Sure. Um, if you want to grow you you have you need lead gen you you can't sphere your way into
1: growth at at scale right Mm -hmm. See, that's, I hate that word, scale. <laughs> okay. Because I don't know how that applies to a professional services business. It's like saying, let's scale the law firm. Well, I well, mean, let,
0: well let's just say I wanna add two new agents. Okay. Then you're gonna to have to have some
1: way if they're not bringing a book of business. Why would you add them? You wanna make more money? <laughs> if they're not bringing a book of business, why would you add them? Okay, good right. point. And if you are adding them because they have a book of business, then your partners, aren't you? Sure. Which, so, I mean, one of, the, one of the things I'm working on right now is uh Sonny and I came up with this sort of brokerage model that is essentially like following the law firm. Okay. We have partners and employee associates. Mm-hmm. And then it, that, that model actually does make a ton of money, and I think that's the ultimate future, along with Redfin, 100% shops, and this. But law that's firm still model. relational.
0: But and that's all core. relational
1: and there's no scale, you know what I mean? Like the way you scale is the way you would scale a law from you add partners. You add partners and you increase your, right. your, your price points. You increase you your mean. price point and you have associates that are, you know, you know I mean? Like that's where you, how you make your money. And that's mm-hmm. how you scale. But it's all based on relationships. And that can't be beat, <laughs> right? Right. That actually cannot, it's like, we're still humans. So until yeah.
0: we're robots, relationships. Right. And technology
1: are, can go, I you mean, know, so obviously lawyers, law firms are afraid of the guys like Legal Zoom and stuff like that. Sure. But again, the whole same thing with iBuyers going to place, right? Right. If you're a lawyer and you're afraid that your client is going to use legal <laughs> instead of you, that's not a client. <laughs> no. That right. is not a client. You do not have the relationship you think you have. <laughs> right.
0: Well, you know, I, I would say my concerns and and would be the Valley concerns of any technology company in the space are a contraction of the actual workforce, the realtor right. population, right. because obviously they're the ones that power right. you know our business. Right. Um, so a massive downturn could could cost any of us lots of clients, right. and 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 at the same time, companies like Zillow would lose could lose a lot of advertising mm-hmm. dollars. I mean that the the realtor population being affected by forces, as we just said, that they don't have any control over, um, affects a lot of us immensely. Wouldn't you just raise prices though? You could raise prices, but, um, you know, maybe if people aren't buying houses and, and that contraction and people don't have the money, I mean, you know, Mm -hmm. can you just raise prices? I mean, can. can you keep clients? I don't know. I don't know. Um, you know, I think, um, I think that the the people that are not thinking about an ecosystem-based type of technology infrastructure for their company or for their, as Mm -hmm. as a broker, um, they need to shift the way they're thinking. Um, And the companies, you know, that are not thinking, the ones, one system to rule them all type of thinking um, has got to go away. It's got to go. And the problem is how do you
1: force cooperation?
0: Yeah. And I still see it. You know, I'm on the ground, you're on the ground a lot with people that are kind of just now getting the, getting online, yeah. right? Just now kind of like, oh, okay, maybe I do need a CRM. Mm-hmm. And then there's the ones who are like, wait, maybe I do need a CRM that actually will tell me things about my data, right? Yeah. Um, not just a place to hold my data, but like an intelligent, because if you think about it, like, the database is just a place a place for the data to live. Right. The CRM is what lives on top of it, right? And, and then we have
1: the problem of the, that database, right? Like, for the industry for 50 years, that database was the MLS. Yep. And brokers are now starting to be like, I need my own database. Right. Well, the problem. you know, there's all sorts of issues around that, too, um, which is all the pain around upstream and MLS and all that jazz. Um, But yeah, I don't, like, I I really feel like there's a real opportunity in real estate tech um, to get into the systems integrations business. In what way? Like, why don't we have a systems integration company? In other words, Uh, a tech company mm -hmm. that doesn't produce any of its own products. Oh, right they just make other products work together. Right. No, you know, I think that's coming. Right. Because there's
0: plenty of people that do that for Salesforce. Right. You know, Accenture. Yeah, <laughs> right. I mean exactly.
1: this, this has been the thing for, you know, in right. corporate America for two right. decades, three decades. Right. I think
0: that's absolutely on the horizon. If, if the companies are moving in that direction to where that's how you operate. You have to. Then you have to have either an right. internal technologist that knows how to do it. And nobody's going to be able to hire they can't afford it, for one. No. <laughs> and there's just not enough people out there that are going to go work internally at a real at estate a brokerage, a brokerage right? to be their internal yeah. uh, system integration technical. And, and if they would, are, are they any good? Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> These are the people that are haggling over a five hundred dollar Facebook budget. It's like, right. listen, you're not going to be able to afford the two hundred thousand dollar system integration person in the Silicon Valley. That's still one guy, <laughs> right? Just yeah. the one guy. Yeah, and you might need a team, right? And the people that come to us and say, well, you know, I'm going to do my own marketing, and, and I'm going to yeah. I'm like, well, you realize that. You should probably just stop doing what you do then because that's a full time job. And say, well, I'm just going to build a team. I like, well, let's think about that. Paid search specialist, paid social specialist, content writer, technologist, SEO, PR. You're talking $300,000 in a town like this. Right. Right? Not in a town like San Francisco or Austin or Atlanta. Right. So why not pay $2,000 a month to Boomtown and you get all of it? Right. It just doesn't make any sense to me. And I think a lot of people are starting to see that, though, right? They're starting to wake
1: up. Right. And I, and I think the issue is, you know, the brokerage world has to start consolidating. You know, they don't have enough money. The, the, the brokers. Even big brokers, right? I mean, what's their actual profit, margin? Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's one of the secret. Like it's not even a secret. Everyone knows it. We talk about right. it. Right. Right. We just don't talk about it. Talk right. about it. <laughs> right. Right. Which then most brokerages, large ones, run their brokerage operations as a loss leader. Yes. Right. They In make order the to money generate leads, right off of affiliated businesses. Right. I'm like, well, crap. I mean. And then they run from the one, the
0: the one thing that is making money, right. which is teams. Right. You know, and because they don't
1: make any money from the teams,
0: right? But they can. No, they can't. They can. I, oh. I well, I, you know, I think it's just how you structure your business. And if you have the good relate, I was talking to Travis Robertson. If you know Travis, I know Travis, and he's 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 been pushing this whole thing that don't fear the team either. You okay. know, let them assimilate in, right. and, and it's all great. About embrace them. The embrace problem is them.
1: How are you going to get them to pay you? What are you doing right. for them that a team, right. team, right, wants to voluntarily give you thirty thousand? Right. I think. I think.
0: I mean, it's, I think it's, he it's would right. say that. Why not you, as the broker, provide right. that full infrastructure support of transaction management with what money? With the,
1: with the money that <laughs> so that the team itself doesn't <laughs> right. have to have that as a part of. The I mean, team. I yeah, <laughs> I think you can do that, but but think about your clients who are team leaders. Mm-hmm. How much they want to rely on the brokerage? Inf- how much? How much they want to put their client information to broker CRM database? Do you know what I'm saying? Like so.
0: No, and I think that's the same reason a lot of uh, some unnamed products at scale yeah. um, are having trouble because the bro the agents and brokers don't want to give their data no. all the way up to the corporate level. No, because right? they, and that's why they come to somebody right. like us because they say I don't care if I change franchises five times. Right. I'm taking my data, my with, data me, with me, right? right? And, and that's it's right. your leads. We what, we don't
1: care, right? And that's that's the problem I have with the whole embrace the team thing. Like, fine, embrace away. Problem is, they're not embracing you back, right? So, where how, how are you justifying this twenty percent split? Like, right, for, for that the agent teams they're not coming on twenty percent. No, no, way. no, no, more no. like five, maybe Right, 10, right. That's what I'm right? saying, maybe five. Um, you, but may, still,
0: right, you're giving them an office,
1: some right. But, but still five percent you know if you're doing better than, than million, three, but if you're doing a million <laughs> yeah. like that's fifty grand yeah like what what have you done for me that I'm gonna pay you fifty grand right like well, we're gonna, I'm gonna give you all this technology I don't want your technology what else you got I already have this my technology I don't need any training I've been in this business <laughs> longer than you I'm better than you I don't need any training what else you got uh well uh you know but
0: then doesn't the team leader then need to become a broker right. I mean, at some point, point. At some right. you have to in order I'm legally that, to make
1: it all work. I'm telling you that I, 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 see it coming. I see it coming. Like when the bubble bursts, right? And okay, fine. Maybe Greenville, South Carolina, is not in a bubble. Okay. <laughs> it's pretty. Maybe pretty Houston. hot here. Houston is not maybe not in a bubble. Okay. Silicon Valley is definitely in a bubble. Absolutely. San Francisco, without question, is yep. in a bubble. Austin. L.A. Is in a bubble. Orange County, San Diego. Yeah. Bubble, 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 bubble. Yeah. When that bursts. The last attorney general of California became a senator. Mm. The current attorney general might be going, I want to be senator one day. Mm-hmm. Why don't I make a name for myself by going after this greedy realtor problem? Mm. What do you think he'll find when he starts digging? These agent teams, you know, without, where they're breaking labor laws. Uh, <laughs> uh, team leaders that aren't brokers but acting like brokers. Right. Uh, <laughs> You're her milking, milking, right. every, making all the money. Yeah, I mean, you don't think I'm like there's gonna be some kind of backlash that comes out of that. It's true. It's, it's possible. It's possible, and then what? Well, everything's there for them to go in and and right. exploit first their own. Right. Business. Right. Because politicians don't care about yeah. realtors; <laughs> they care about them getting elected. So right. exactly. You know, so we're, I feel like we're in this really weird place, um, mm-hmm. but the brokers need to figure that out. My solution is fairly straightforward. It's like, you're never gonna have the agent give you their data, unless they own the firm. Mm-hmm. So make them owners. Uh, that's, that's the actual solution to this. So there's your legal partner. They're, right, that's the law firm. Right? They work their way up to ownership. Right, because you're a big enough rainmaker, and yeah. then they don't mind putting it in because yeah. they own the damn company. Is anybody doing that now? Nope. But I'm trying. I'm trying <laughs> to get them to.
0: That's my future real estate. Yeah. But you're also trying to make uh,
1: MLS's public, right? No, I'm trying to make them private. <laughs> <laughs>
0: right, okay. That's get the
1: MLS's I mean. to divorce the association sure, and you know. become a for-profit <laughs> entity that makes money yeah, for right. the association shareholders. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, talk about, it. like, why Why did I choose that particular uh, you know. For punishment. Oh, I was about to say, what, you're stuck now, right?
0: <laughs> no, we're all, we're all in know, too deep.
1: The thing is, though, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, there's some, yeah, you know, like every industry, there's some bad apples, yeah. but the thing that I find is just so great about real estate is that the people are just so awesome. Yes, you are. know, They really are like salt to the earth. Yes. You know, I mean, I, you know, I, I am a lawyer by training and I work in technology, I've done. Consulting for other industries, and only in real estate do you get a handwritten thank you note the client. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And no. they're just so. And if they would just embrace that, truly embrace the relationship. Yeah. yeah. That's so, That's how they future-proof. And I, and that's kind of what I feel like is you know we understand that the people who are really good at this, yeah, who have kind of the profession in mind, yeah, who work that way, you know, who really do care for clients. We gotta figure out a way to protect them. You know, we do, um, because that's good for the consumer. That is good for the consumer. That's good for society. You know, that's good for the country. Um, that's good for everybody. So we just gotta figure out how to empower and protect them. And unfortunately, it probably does mean that the dominant business models of the industry right now, which are all headcount based, need to change. Yeah, that needs to go away. Um, well, you know I think mean, it's
0: a good uh I think that's actually a good ending. Yeah. Thanks, Rob. Thank you. Appreciate sir. it, man. <laughs> we'll see All you guys
1: right. soon. Thank you.